recording yet? Yep. No, no, no. You're. I know you're recording on Zoom, but are you recording on a different yes. form? Okay. Hold on. Let me finish my question. Are you recording on a different format that is not just Zoom recording? Something that is going to be more, a little more professional sounding. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, yes. God, why are you young? Are you having back problems? <laughs> because you asked me that five times. You, I, that, I barely got the question out. Good lord. <laughs> Well, at this point, we're finishing each other's sentences and questions. <laughs> yeah, like you start a sentence, I'll finish it. Okay. Rich is a... Lovable fella. Hey. Hey, hey, what's going on? Rob and Rich are the kings of um, So let's, get, let's dive right into it. I, let's get in. the, the media world is shocked. No one's more shocked than we are. Let yeah. me put it this way. For yep. years... People have said that we are the Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon of low rent podcasts. Like it's we, true. I it's mean, true. if yeah. I had a nickel for every for time you called you, uh, I'm Lemon. You're Tucker. You're, no, you're not. Sorry, no, buddy. Not. Sorry, <laughs> I got it out first. So anyway, <laughs> hey, you snooze, you lose. Have more coffee. You know what I mean? Shit, shit. That's on me, everybody. Oh man. Yeah. So okay. So here's the, here's the question. Right. I can't help but think there's a succession type behind the scenes deal being made. How it it seems like the reasons were completely different, but how were the two most prominent voices on those networks fired at the same time? I don't know, dude. Um, I don't know if that um, was coincidence. It feels like it's not coincidence. I don't know what I'm saying because I don't know a lot about that shit. But it just is weird to me. That they're like, we'll sacrifice one of ours if you sacrifice one of yours. It feels that way, right? Yeah, but except for they're competing. I mean, they're not in lockstep, these networks. you know. And, and it wasn't like Don Lemon and Tucker Carlson are similar broadcasters either in terms of points if of I view. If I were CNN, I would have been like, listen, we're going to fire Lemon, but let's, let's let the Carlson thing cool down a bit. I don't know, man. I honestly think if, they, if the goal was to let it fly under the radar— Doing it simultaneously with Tucker Carlson was a stroke of genius. I don't think I don't think it was that well thought out, but let's just say that it was. Okay. Um, that's uh, remarkably well done in terms because, of because the, the lemon thing was not the conversation it would have been otherwise. Ah, uh, right. And people are, people are also saying maybe this is this supports that idea that this is actually going to give more fire to Carlson. I don't know what that means. What do you mean? Uh, like it's going to strengthen Carlson's like run for fucking vice president with crazy Trump. Oh, meaning like the fact that he's now not with Fox. He's he's going to become a different kind of guy. And he becomes this kind of martyr nah. for the alt-right. No, I mean, it didn't work that way with Glenn Beck or Bill O'Reilly, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Tucker Carlson just seems scary to me. No, he's, I mean, look, he's definitely at a different level of knob, but he's, uh, um, I don't see, I mean, I see him having a long and fruitful career. Keep in mind, he's independently wealthy to start with. Like, yeah. he comes from a blindingly wealthy family. Yeah, born that way. Yeah, so. His, and his then, name is, his name is, is fucking Tucker. <laughs> and I, I think, I think his, I think his brother's name is like Berkeley or Barclay oh or something. Oh my God. So like, it's Did like you know cartoonishly wealthy names. Did you know uh, anyone named Tucker for a first name in Nashville? No, but I got uh, Brett Tyler Hayes's uh, brother Brett Hayes, uh, 
our our cousin as well, good friend uh-huh. and cousin. His son is named Tucker. Ah, uh oh. But Tucker never struck me as a fancy pants name. Tucker always sounded to me like, uh, oh, it reminded me of the, the of the car, you know, the movie Tucker. Oh, the sure, Tucker. sure. No, I don't know. I know. Somehow Tucker just sounds a little more like Hunter or something. It doesn't sound God, like this. Is nothing against anyone named Tucker except Tucker Carlson. Right. Yeah. Like, I think uh, let's not take Tucker Hayes down with the ship. You know what I'm saying? I think Tucker hey, Hayes is Tucker out there. Tucker Hayes is a great. I've how many times have I said. Boy, that Tucker Hayes is one upstanding gentleman. Never. Until right now. Never. Right now. Um, First time. Tucker Hayes is, uh, you know, he's a heck of a soccer player. That's uh, a great name. College graduate. Awesome name. You know what I mean? How can you not be a sports hero with, with the name Tucker, Tucker Hayes? Tucker Hayes, I know. Um, so all that to say, but, yeah. but you know, Tucker, just the bow tie, the demeanor, and whatever, man. Uh, you know, you do you. I, 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 you know, whatever. And I, and I always say, hey, trust fund kids. Uh, they have a, uh, they have feelings too. Massive failure rate. No, I was thinking like, you know, you never really meet yeah. a trust fund kid that you're like, that's a guy I want to emulate because usually they're kind of right. d bags. So yeah. Ed Tucker Carlson is no exception to that, except for the fact that he did work for a living. Like he didn't rest on his laurels and just. What did you do? Oh, you mean being the being? The, he'd been, he'd been yeah. on TV since TV, college. Yeah. You I mean like that right. dude's been on. MSNBC, CNN, and now Fox forever. You know, people like Tucker Carlson, how old is he probably? Early 40s? I, yeah, I would say yeah, mid, probably mid-40s at this point. Like, he, the thing that scares me about him and, and also like uh, Josh Hawley and people like that, like, those are like our generation, a little bit young, 10 years younger than us. Like, I always thought, well, at least there'll be no D-bags after us. People like the young people of the world will know better than... The old people, the old guard that that don't get it, you know, and it's these young guys coming up that have these like super right wing agendas that kind of freak me out. You know what I mean? They've got a lot of energy. Yeah. You know, and it, it's, it's arguing funny. an old man's game. It's funny because I, you know, I tend to believe in a two party system and think it's important to have a, a counter argument to every argument in order to have a debate and all kind of stuff. I, I believe in that system. Um I can't help but be amused, though, by by sort of Tucker Carlson and Josh Hawley, who's from Missouri, I believe. He is. He is. Sort of being, representing them themselves as the last bastion of manhood. Because I'm like, wow, our, our vision of manhood is very different. If, if, <laughs> if Tucker Carlson and Josh Hawley are like holding themselves up as like, this is, you know, it's time for men to be men again. I'm like. Are we sure that you, uh, right. this, this measuring stick seems off to me? Um, yeah, it's just, it's weird to me. It's like it's an old man's. They they sound like old men. They when they they make those arguments, um, and and yet they're you're young. They're look, young men. Look, I look at I look at Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson. Uh, I never watched his show, but obviously been I've been exposed to him a lot because you can't turn on the news, any news station, without seeing Tucker Carlson said something crazy today. Right, right, Tucker right. Carlson knows how to get his name in print. He knows Absolutely. how to make headlines. Like Absolutely. He is no dummy. I don't know if right. what he says is something he believes or something he... Because I know that... We know for a fact that the whole election uh, stealing bit was an act because he, he's yeah. he's said it uh, you know yes. behind the scenes he knew right. he was he knew right. it was a bunch of bs and he just went with it because it made headlines and it, and it fed the base what they wanted to hear so i don't know how much of his career is built on that model like hey mm-hmm. just give the people what they want and mm-hmm. don't worry about your belief system because mm-hmm. they never 
he, Hannity, none of those folks, Don Lemon. I mean, I don't know how much of them, how many of them claim to be journalists or they're just color commentators of life. They're just up there yeah. doing, you know, well, entertainment. Well, Don Lemon, Don Lemon's the same way. You know, we have to be fair. Like that's what I said. Yeah, yeah. They, I feel like the evening is just is just populated with people who trying to get more viewers. Might be reporting some news, but also coloring it with their own opinion, and that's why you watch yeah. them. If you watch right. Chris Hayes, you're watching Chris Hayes or Rachel Maddow for their opinion as much as for the facts. You're not watching Walter Cronkite just to give you the news. You know what I mean? But if you watch, if you watch Tucker Hayes... Tucker Hayes, you're going to learn a lot about soccer. A lot about soccer. And a little bit about, you know, White Claw, probably, uh, being in college. <laughs> Reason graduate from college. They love that White Claw, those kids. <laughs> um, but I don't know, man. It's, it's, it strikes me as... Um, I, it feels to me like all this hoopla. Fox knew that he was the guy was doing an act. Like he, they knew that he was going on every night and swallowing swords and spitting out balls of fire. They knew that. They've been watching him for years, and the ratings go up. They're like, great, keep swallowing swords and spitting out balls of fire. You know, wow. like there's just something about they wanted him to do what he was doing because it brought them money. That's it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think yeah. they cared whether he believed it or not, whether it was the truth or not. And That's none of this, is. none. It, it's scary, except for none of it is news, except for the aha of them finally getting caught with the tapes. But we all knew it. Like right. anybody with any rational sense knew that there was no way they believed half the crap they were spewing. There's just no yeah. way. Yeah. Because um, they're too, they're almost, almost to a person that those hosts are well-educated uh, mm-hmm. And you know, well-rounded individuals who've traveled a lot, they just know they know, and mm-hmm. they're so they're doing this to feed the masses in the same way that you know, Chuck Lorre writes sitcoms. These guys do their news. I mean, it's a it's a bit, it's a show. Now, why Tucker got fired specifically? I'd love to get into that because I don't know. Do you know no. what happened that made the shoe drop on this situation? I don't know. I don't know. That's something going on internally. That's that's what I'm that's what I'm weirded out about. Like what I don't know. What is it? Um certainly you know, they can't outright admit like oh it's cuz he's a liar and he lied and none of that is true, you know. I don't but, but I that wouldn't be it either. I mean, it, that's like yeah. hey, you know, we fired Robin Rich from the Supernatural in and now podcast because they're we well, just discovered that they're they're not they're not clean shaven. I mean, like you know, we, we, are you a truth teller? Are you like a a uh uh, you know, one of those crystal ball, uh, a soothsayer, a future a reader of futures. Is that that's going to happen? Well, listen. Before we, I know you want to make this uh, all political but, all, all the but time. You're but you're not interested in this. You're not fascinated by. I what's am. Going I on? am. I am. I sometimes I sense maybe our, our our audience isn't, or you know, certainly there's there's people who probably Big news though. Those, but to, like you said, two icons of, you yes, know, love yes. or hate them. Two icons of of night news. I don't want to yes. say nightly news, but then the and I and I, I I said it's time to take down your Tucker Carlson poster. I said all those things, but the tr- the real news in terms of Robin Richland is that you now you now in this moment on April twenty sixth at nine ten a.m. Pacific time, you're wearing a mustache. Yeah, you got rid of the beard. Yeah, so we're no longer two guys with beards. No, but well, in, one, in my defense, you got a haircut. I got a haircut. And you shaved uh, back into the mustache, which is always a great look. You wear a good mustache. Yeah, man. I decided uh, the beard was just looking scraggly, and I couldn't make it, was it a bit scraggly. I, I couldn't look at. I couldn't make it not look scraggly. I kind of trimmed it, and it just looked like a scraggly trim. So I'm like, ah, 
Adios, yeah. beard. Friend to friend, it was getting scraggly. We were, it was a little bit like hip or homeless. Is that guy super hip or is he? does he not? Yeah. It felt that way. You have a place to stay. When you direct the the TV show and you take off your mask and the actors kind of back away slowly. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's me, Rich, the director. Um, yeah, so it, it was time to go. Um, but yeah, so okay, so Don Lemon on the other side of things, he he was fired because he said some disparaging comments about women. Is that true? I don't. That's that's the report. Again, I haven't heard the tapes on that. I don't know. Um, um, it sound like sounds like he dis, dis, uh, described a female politician on the air as like not being in her prime. Oh, that's that Nikki women... Haley. That that that's what I did hear. I did hear that reference. And then he said that women are in their prime in their twenties or thirties or whatever. And he and then he apologized for it. But uh, supposedly that's uh, there have been other things like that. That would have to be man. That, that that wouldn't be the one thing that brought you down in this tumultuous time we live in. I, I hardly feel like. Straight laced Don Lemon saying that women are, you know, that it's an inappropriate and inaccurate assessment of women. Yeah. But it's not the most egregious thing I've ever heard somebody say on TV. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, anyway, I mean, uh, I don't, uh, you know, condone that statement uh, either. So, you know, it just is, it's weird timing. It's weird that they both have happened at the same time. Yeah. Like, that's what's weird to me. <laughs> and I feel uh, successioned. I know. You know it is. It is a strange. I mean, just to know what goes on at the top, and you can't help but think that um, Murdoch's. When I say financial trouble, I, I don't even know. I don't even know if he drops seven hundred eighty-seven thousand dollars out of his wallet. Would he ever notice it? You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, I did. They did lose that big lawsuit, and they have more coming. So I wondered if they thought, "Hmm, this kid's only going to get us in trouble. We better." Get while the getting's good. On yeah. The Tucker thing. I don't know. Yeah. Um, what else is going on? What else is going on in Rich World? You're, I've got a cold. That's the that's my big. Still, still cold. Ah, oh, got a, this cold will not go away. Can you hear that? Uh, we have a cold. Oh, uh, but uh, is it really dragging? Like, how are you feeling besides the like poop? It's not yeah, awful. Really? You know, obviously I can still get up and do my thing, but it's just one of those things where like, ugh. Have you, know. you COVID? Have you COVID tested? I have COVID tested. I don't have COVID, but huh. but at this well, point, who gives a crap about that either? You know, like who, who well, cares? Well, you know, it's still COVID. Yeah, and I the mean, flu, I had it. The was, flu is still the flu. I mean, I think you get sick. I know, you're but, sick, I was, but I was out for about a month with COVID. It was it was rough. I know, I know, I know it can take you out, but in terms of like, it's like you don't handle it any differently. You're sick, right? You just you're just sick. Yeah, yeah, it's just a that. drag. You know what I mean? You don't want to get it, and it's super contagious. Oh, dude, it is so. Can you, so, can you please mask up? I, I'd feel better. If we I don't need a mask. Did, I got a mustache. Did the rest of this podcast with you masks? I don't need a mask. I have a mustache. What part of I have a mustache didn't you get? Sorry, I was thinking about science. You're right. You having a mustache that solves it. I hate it when you look right at me and start thinking about science. <laughs> um. Um, so you've got a cold, but it's your first week. You got a cold, and it's obvious why you have a cold because you've been traveling all over the world, directing every show that exists, yeah. and you never sleep. Never you, sleep. You, you, you work all day. All day. You always have a drink at night. You're you're in bed one, two, to, may, at the earliest. Maybe three at the at the and, at the. And earliest. then you're always the first one to send in your wordle answer at about five thirty in the morning. Yeah, you're man. Back up. I'm on it. 
So it's no wonder your body's breaking down. Come on, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta love how on and I am though. Like I'm, I'm an early, you know early bird. Early bird, and you're not the latest. I'm, I'm exaggerating, obviously, but you're not like you're in bed by nine. You're like, you know, I've seen you. You go out. Although uh, at home with the house is a little different. I'm, I'm usually in bed by nine thirty. But but and last night I, I got a text from you last night. It must have been ten o'clock. I'm laying in bed a lot, you know, and I, I'm not sleeping well these days. I'm gonna tell you. I don't know if it's a cold or not. But I was up at four in the morning. See, that's what I'm saying. Like you don't your 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 body must not need as much sleep. No, I think it needs it. It's just not getting it. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think you said I have a much more relaxed spa-like existence for yourself, and I, I, I'd love to oh, take a man. page in that handbook. You know I what don't, mean? I don't appreciate that at all. Wait a minute, That's a foul. what? I That's just a foul. I'm going you. to the line and shooting too. That's a foul. I just, I just complimented you. You, 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 you command a, a relaxing life. You're like, ah, oh, I, I, I direct every show under the sun, and it's so stressful, and I, I can't quite sleep. But you, Mr. Spa Boy, <laughs> you have a nice there. life. What's wrong with that? No, I have an unemployed life. Well, that's you I, know, I'm, you, I'm you, living, tomato, tomato. I'm living the worst part of an actor's uh, profession. Well, now until your next uh, big kaboom. That's right. Comes I out. know, but when you're in it, you can't imagine not being in it. I know. And when you're out of it, you're like, this is amazing. Yeah, but dude, it's not like there's like some thing that's going to prolong this nonsense, like a looming strike or something. Strike? I mean, yeah, you're just. No, I know. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Nothing to worry about. The strike's um, happening, by the way. Rider strike's coming. I know, man. Dun, 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 you know, dun, it's dun, been coming dun, dun, for dun. months, and people, <coughs> and, you know, uh, our mutual manager told me way back in January, like, oh, yeah, it's not even if it's going to happen. It's definitely going to happen. And no one was really talking about it. And now all of a sudden, Hollywood's like, oh, right. And now uh, right. The, the industry around us is freaking out. Um, yeah. But you know what? Strikes have happened before. Strikes can be really good. I think this is one I support. Oh yeah, um, man. We need the, the strike needs to happen. There's no yeah. two ways about it. There needs you to just be a strike. For a quick, a quick uh, solution, and uh, so we can get all get working again. Right. Exactly. Get get everybody back on the back on the lines making those auto parts. But we got to get like go through this strike first. Yeah. And the strike is for the greater good. I suppose if there's a strike. And I don't. And I'm not working at that time. I'm not really unemployed. No, you're not I'm, unemployed. I'm NA. You're n- narco. No, I'm just saying. Like I'm like that. How do you answer the? Um, just not just applicable, living, man. Not applicable. Just, yeah, exactly. Doesn't apply. That's right. Um. Yeah, I get it. You know, my daughter asked me last night. She said, "What does IE stand for?" And I said, it's, it's got to be something Latin. It's Latin, I believe, yeah. Right. And that, she said, do you... Did you look it up? Uh, you, know, you know what we ended up looking up is... Uh, E.G. No, we ended up looking up whether or not it needs I, I period, E period. I would go that it does, but... That's what... I, said it, I said it does, and online it seems that it does. Ruth made the argument that it did not, and then... Uh, that's just Scottish nonsense. All those we looked American it up now. and it turns out it did. Okay, and, I got it. And then I and then I said I'm number one and danced around. Attaboy! Did you just smash them on the ground? Something valuable? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. Um, the abbreviation IE stands for id est, which is Latin for that is. Ah. And EG uh, stands for the uh, EG, which they use a lot as well. Yeah. Stands for the Latin phrase. Exempli gradia, which means, for example. Great. So yeah. they both mean the same thing. Yeah. Um, 
No. That is, it's like, uh, I don't know how to use it. You know, EG, I I see EG used way more than IE. I use IE more than EG. Really? Yeah. EG also kind of slides into the, in other words, thing. Like, Rob, please don't come back tomorrow. EG, you're fired. I would say, like, Rich is a dick, i.e., he makes jokes about me to my face, he calls me names. Wouldn't you reverse that and say, Rich makes jokes about me to my face and calls me names, i.e., he's a dick? Wouldn't that be grammatically... No, no, it wouldn't, because i.e. is usually followed by, like, several examples. Really? Interesting. I, that's what, I don't know. That's that. I, maybe I'm using it wrong. No, you might maybe be I'm right. You it. might be right. I mean, again, my uh, my Latin knowledge is um, not not as sharp as it used to be. Well, and you know they call me Mr. Latin. Oh, I remember one time when I called you, I said "Ubs Roma," and you replied, "You you respond you respied you replied quite tartly, Roma in Italia est." That's right. That's right. Uh, and I and I lost on my heels, grasping for some truth. Quipped, quid nominator hic dies. Um, and you were oddly you know silent. The, what are you? Are you? What are you doing? How? I I studied Latin in high school. Oh, you did. Yeah. Oh. And, and no then wonder. I we, we had to um. We had to translate two songs, a Christmas carol and a rock song, into Latin. And and my the Christmas carol was uh, Jingle Bells, which was Tinnitus, Tinnitus, Semper Tinnitus, which was, you know, <laughs> which is basically ringing, ringing, always ringing, which is, you know, Tinnitus, Tinnitus, that's the ear thing people have. <laughs> that's hilarious. And the other one, see if you can guess what, what rock and that song. And that was before you had Tinnitus. It was before I had it. This is the rock song I translated. I'm going to give okay. you. This is the yes, title of the, the song. This is the title of the song. Okay. Okay. Um, Duo cordis putat unum. Duo cordis putat unum. Mm-hmm. Uh, two hearts beat as one. Bingo. The U2 song, Two Hearts Beat as One. Nice. Fucking hell. Look Duo at this cordis guy. putat unum. Look at this guy. Nice. Woo, woo, woo. This is what I did in the kitchen last night. Woo, 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 and by woo, the way, woo. you're the um, out of the two of us, the brainiac. So it makes total yeah. sense. You'd grab that one from the sky it and does. smash it on the ground. It does. I was gonna guess. This is gonna be my guess before you said anything. I was gonna guess. Uh, Hit me with your best shot. Because I was like, what songs were around at that yeah. time? Where he you did know what that, that mean? Like Putat. I don't know. Like, I, I can see yeah. where that. But Duo yeah. Cordis. You you were you were smart. You stopped. You thought about it. Two hearts. Beat is one. Two um, hearts one. That's great. Great yeah. song. I'm, I've been listening to U2 a lot. I was actually listening to the album Boy, which was uh, oh boy. earlier than... That's the very first album, Boy. Yeah. Because uh, um, I'm reading the Bono autobiography and listening to it read by Bono on tape at the same time. And it's terrific. And... I'm I'm listening to the albums as he talks about them. Here's a qu- question for you that maybe you'll know: Is the kid on the cover of Boy and the kid on the cover of War the same kid? Same kid. Wow, dude! How about being that kid? You're on the cover of yeah. two like yeah. monumental albums. Was yeah, was he, he was, like a family friend or how did how did that kid end up? Yeah, on? he lived uh, he lived down the street from Bono. He's like a kid that lived down the street from him in, in Ireland. And he was just yeah. super photogenic, so they're like. 
Someone had taken the picture. He talks about it. Someone had taken the picture that that ends up on Boy. Um, there's a guy, Gavin Friday, who's also a singer who li- also lived down the street from Bono. Anyway, but somebody took a picture of this boy and pulled it out before it was fully developed. And so it's like a little more whited out. And he just really loved the way it looked and had a lot of themes of boyhood on the album. And so they chose that. But what about the the uh, one for the cover of War? He's wearing a military I haven't gotten helmet. To war- I haven't gotten to War yet, but it probably has something to do with that same innocent boy being a little more beaten up because he, he looks he's you can tell he's older and harder he got he's a got cut on his lip or something and that cut on his lip yeah well you'll have to tell me when you get I'll, to that part come I'll update us you know. here on the podcast i'll let you know because i know you don't you're not uh, you don't read you're anti-reading i'm anti-reading i'm not reading i'm reading right now i'm reading a book called by leon urris called exodus and which i've never read but i've seen on my parents bookshelf for 50 years so i thought oh i'll uh, pick up a little leon urris uh, Exodus it? action. It's great. It's brutal. Huh. It deals a lot with the Holocaust and and World, oh. post World War II and. Oh jeez. Good lord! And the, and these things all happened that I'm reading about, and so it just and you think you know about the horrors of the Holocaust because you think you've read about it or you've seen the movies and or you've heard the stories from your history professor or from survivors, and then you read, and you realize you don't know. I mean. It, the horrors are unbelievable. As bad as you think it was, and we all know it was unbelievably the most horrific thing that ever happened. You know that that I can recall that humans did to humans. But when you read about it and you're like, "Oh my God, this is there's there are no words. There's, there are no words for what has happened and how it, this it's, happened." It's yeah, crazy. Wow. It's hard for the mind to comprehend. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. And on is. such a massive scale, that's the thing, too. It's such a massive scale. <laughs> Lord knows humans have, are, have done horrible things to humans for many years, but many years. But that was like to a whole generation of people. Yeah, and kind of right under the nose of the world. Like, yeah. happening right there. Oh, man. It, it's crazy. It's crazy to yeah. think about. Yeah. Well, and there are... Uh, and there are awful things still happening, you know? I know. Genocide like we, we, is uh, not gone from this planet. Yeah, it's like, not like we learned our lesson and now everyone's... I mean, anyway, that's uh, that's awful. Yeah. Well, uh, is it a big one? Thick book? Yeah, it's a big one. I'll be, I'll be at it this for a big. while. It <laughs> sounds be, big. Me and my slow reading. You know, I read a chapter yeah. last night and then I'm, you know, I feel like I got shot by a tranquilizer. I'm also completely upset because it's such a gut-wrenching story. Oh man! Which maybe is it, Exodus isn't the best book to be reading right before you go to bed either. Like you know, especially the, if you're having trouble sleeping. You know, the the true horrors of World War II concentration camps is not like yawn. I think I'll go to sleep now. Type of material. Yeah. You know, yeah, it, it makes you think. Yeah, it makes you think. I tell you what, it makes you think long and hard. You think you have hardships. You know, you think, yeah. oh no, the boys season four didn't come out for a while. Then you read something like this. You know. Maybe you I mean, didn't have to make it personal. Maybe things but, are I mean, okay. I, I had you, you. I understood you when you said you didn't have, you didn't have to give me an EG. <laughs> EG. Speaking, Speaking of, of EG, E. Jean Carroll is uh, suing Trump civilly in the New York uh, court hey, system for nice uh, for uh, you know, raping her when a uh, million years ago. What an interesting court case this is going to be because it's uh, I mean, it's a complicated one. With with no witnesses and you know, and yet we're still talking about him being a front runner to be nominated for president. Oh, he's the front runner, buddy. He's the front that's, runner. 
that's insane to me. Like, where are our standards? Buddy, we don't have... This is America in 2023. The era of social media. There are no standards. There, are, there is no more decorum. Decency is a dying ember fading yeah. into the night. Yeah. Not even giving off warmth anymore. Just the last speckling glow of what it used to be drifting off far away into the sky, carried by the winds of change, all the change being to the negative. Yeah, well said, Richard Spate. Hope you're laughing today with us on the podcast. It's a <laughs> real chuckle fest. All right, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna settle a, an argument. We'll All right, ladies argument. and gentlemen, it's argument, argument settle. All right, MiriamWebster.com. The difference between IE and EG. IE means that is, as in she's a Hoosier. IE, she's from Indiana. E.G. means, for example, as in she roots for the local teams, e.g. the Pacers and the Colts. So I think I was using I've been using it wrong. I've been spelling it correctly. Well, I got to tell you something, buddy. I think so. That's fascinating that you've been using it wrong because I used it wrong forever, i.e. I used as in other words all the time. Right. In my English papers in high school, like all through probably all through college, too. And it wasn't until I was reading, like, I don't know, a script or something as I got older. And I'm like, ha, they misused it. And somebody looked it over and they're like, no, they didn't. I'm like, yeah, they did. It's, it's IE. And they're like, no, it's, it's EG, dude. And then I looked it up who, and realized, who, oh, my God, I'm who wrong. Who's that? Who looked over and said that? It sounds like something my dad would do. My dad and I are always having, we're always having grammar conversations. Um, but yeah, I, it, but it might not have been my dad. It might have been somebody else. Like I wrote a paper and they were like, oh, you misused this or whatever. Somehow. I wonder if our friend, I wonder if our friend Jared Padalecki would know. It sounds like something he would know or if he didn't. It, I feel like he would know. And I feel like yeah, he would. He's, we mentioned that because he, his mom was an English teacher and he's very, very uh, grammar. God, he's uh, a grammar. He's a grammar file. Um, and he's actually a, he's a he's a grammar bully if that's such a thing, because <laughs> a the second you do something wrong, uh, grammar wise, whether it be spoken or written, he's on you like a fly on poop. He really is. You're like, dear Jared, you write some loving note about so great seeing you, buddy, and uh, you know I wish you and your family the best. It's just been great being friends with you for this long, and you know thank you for your your kinship and your support and I hope I've returned in kind and may we have decades more of this kind of bond both as gentlemen and as fathers and as friends and his response will be hashtag comma splice get your shit together (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean I get nervous when I'm around him and I'll say stuff like well that you know that happened to her and me and then I get oh god you wouldn't say that to him wait what are you what that's all right is that correct that is correct. Yeah, I don't know, man. You wouldn't say that happened to her and I. That happened to her and me. Oh, you said it right, right? You know, I was thinking you put the you had to put the me first, but you don't. You put the me. You put the your own pronoun second or, or, exactly. or last. And right? then in your mind, you have to take away what was before that, and it makes sense to say I or me. He's not a big fan of ending sentences with uh, prepositions either. Not a fan of that. Uh, you know what I, I people like that aren't a fan of, and I am a fan of is starting sentences with and but then 
I know grammatically that's frowned upon, but I, like you, have adapted that into more of a spoken word style of writing. I, I, it doesn't bump for me. No, it doesn't bump for me. Because I think that's how it, it's, more, it's more rhythmically accurate to how people speak. Now, if I was writing, you know, an academic piece, I probably would avoid doing it. Yeah. And, you know, swap and for furthermore or something that's more acceptable as a right. sentence opener. Yeah. But, um, I just realized that grammar is going to be in the title of this episode. That's great. Is you that going to make Jerry Grammar mad bully. Or? Grammar bully. Grammar bully. Grammar bully. It's going to be grammar, comma, bully. <laughs> oh, no. We're going to get yelled at. Um, here's my question for you while we're on uh-huh. the topic of grammar. Yeah. Are you an Oxford are you an Oxford comma man or not an Oxford comma man? Oh boy. I uh is an Oxford comma a semicolon? No, an Oxford comma is a comma, but it's used when you're doing a series of three things, you know, you would say, you know, Richard is tall, handsome, and well spoken. You'd put a comma for each one, tall, comma, handsome, comma, and well-spoken. Right. I am not a fan of that. So I'm not a fan. Of that. Not, I say. Th- so you get rid of the Oxford comma. You'd go tall, comma, handsome, and well-spoken, and you don't put the comma before the and. Correct. I'd say Rich is a liar, comma, he doesn't tell the truth. Well, and- no, no, no. You can't do that. You, that you, the series can't be a second. Now you, now you put a right. whole different framework right. of the sentence in Rich, there. You're right. It's Richard's a liar, comma. A cheat and a jerk. <laughs> right, right, right. So no comma there. See, that's where we differ. I'm an Oxford comma guy. Right. You are. You put the, you put the comma there, huh? Yeah, dude. And I think if that... If I'm editing your paper, I take it out. This is interesting. because, And I put it back in because they're both gr- grammatically acceptable. But this goes to why you and I are different. I think, uh-huh. really, I, that's what it boils think, down to. When people want to so. know, you're very similar. You shop at the same stores. Uh, you carry you carry yourselves the same way. You're yeah, similar humors. You have similar uh, facial hair. You're both right. r- physically attracted to Richard's wife. What JC, what makes you guys right. different? And and I think it's the, it comes down to the the comma comma use. Yeah, I think you're right because I'm more efficient, and you you really stay around a lot and you really, really get it perfect. See, I would really. say I, I I agree. I, I'm more uh, you know a detail guy for sure. I would say. You have a more lackluster approach just to get it out there and walk away and be sure you get there before the ice melts in the, in the uh, you know, gin Look. cocktail that you have uh, ordered for yourself. But for me, I like to stay, stay in the office, stay in the trenches, get her done, get it done uh-huh. right. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Yeah, I avoid the office. Proof my yeah, work. You're right. you're right there. I avoid the office. Uh, I couldn't think of any cocktails with gin in them, by the way. I was like, the ice in your uh, Negroni just didn't come to me. I I was going to go like, clearly it's too early for a good Negroni joke. I I didn't. didn't Uh, Yeah. I do like a good Negroni. So do I. Uh, I went to a place in uh, Vancouver that next time we're there, we'll have to go. When the Negronis are on tap, they already have them pre-made. Is that any good? Yeah, because they make them fresh. Like they're making them fresh. It's like they are... They're just known for their Negroni. So it's like, you order Negroni, you got a Negroni. It, I, I thought it was really cool. Well, because Ruth and I went to uh, <clears throat> have a drink the other night, and I ordered an old-fashioned, and they literally poured it out of a pitcher. And I was like, oh, no. No, that doesn't work. I don't know, man. It depends on how fresh it is. Look, it, was it just... tasted fine. It yeah. tasted fine. But it didn't taste like 
dynamite. Right, you know right, I mean? right. I get it. I guess I guess maybe this was in in full disclosure. I did not have a Negroni at, from this place. My the guy I was with did. I did not. Um, but How, he loves them, and yeah. uh, he's a Negroni man. And I don't know. I just like the novelty of it. I thought it was cool. The place brews their own beer. Out of the tap, uh, that's kind of cool. And it's like out of a barrel. Like, you know, they are like this. It's just kind of cool, though. The, yeah. the way the whole thing is set up. It's yeah, neat. interesting. I wonder if our, our Negroni person, uh, Jensen Ackles, knows about that place. I don't know. Mr. Negroni himself. I don't. Yeah. Um, I love Negronis. Negronis light me up, though. I got I to gotta tread cautiously. Uh, yeah. When I'm in Negroniton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The mean streets of Negroniton, you know what I mean? <laughs> Remember when I thought Batman's from Badminton? <laughs> Which is your joke because you're the one you're the one who said it, right? That was really good. You were funny yeah. with that stuff. We were on the air uh, at Comic Con, <laughs> and Rich said uh, Batman was from Badminton. <laughs> Made you quite mad. Um, I I said no, um, and then. You would t- retell the story and say, remember when you thought Batman was from Badminton to, to me? <laughs> but it also makes you quite angry. Yeah. I don't remember the specifics on who said what, Robbie. I just know it was said, uh-huh. and it seemed like something you would say. Yeah, yeah. Hey, speaking of the machete and us both having a crush on her. Right. Unrequited in both cases. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, we're uh, Today is machete birthday eve. That's right. She's, uh, uh, tomorrow's the big day. Big, big machete B day. What I wouldn't give to be a machete on the town. So what do you have planned for machete day? Um, we are, this is, this is really exciting. This is what she wanted to do. So we're doing this. Uh, we're meeting with the vice principal at the boys' schools in the morning. Um, because <laughs> she loves... Wow. Going over wonder, to the school to meet with the administrators. If, I wonder if they'll have balloons. Well, I mean, I can't imagine they won't. Or inflatable machetes. Um, <laughs> so it, we'll go meet with the administrator of the school. and then Okay. Sexy. And then we're going to go. And I, I'll have to tell you next time what it is. I don't want to give away okay. what I'm getting machete for her birthday. But we're going to okay. go, uh, go look, look into that. Even though it would be completely safe because there's no way she would ever hear it. But I, I think that's Oh, the good right point. Call. Yeah. Yeah, I, no, yeah, I, I guess right that I'm call. in the house. No, no, that's the right call. You, you wait and do your thing. Let it be a surprise to everybody. Yeah. Um, uh, so you got a surprise plan. Does, it, does the surprise include going somewhere? Uh, no, we're not going or on a trip, it, if that's what you mean. No. Right. But you're like, are you going to, to see the blank? Or yeah. We're, we're, blank? No, we're going to okay. go. Yeah. We're, it, we're, we're just, okay. it, we'll, we'll be moving about town. Oh, that's so cool, man! Yeah. Wow, I wish I, I was married to you. Can and I then we well, you, know, you missed your shot. Um, speaking of miss, you missed my birthday the last five years. Yeah, you know what? Maybe we can combine these things. Next year we'll get married. Um, uh, well, yeah, we both have a September birthday. It's kind of a drag, really, because everyone we know now has the same birthday as us. So it's like your birthday gets divided amongst like eight people. Everyone we know. Somehow that only seems to bother you. <laughs> and it only bothers me. That's true. Ah, geez. Adam and... and Matt uh, Cohen. Matt Cohen and Jason Manns and yeah. you and me. Beyonce. And, and, Gia- and, and, and Matt Cohen's wife tried be- to get in on it. Also, Beyonce. And Beyonce. Pretty sure the bass player from Wasp. Uh, Billy... Uh, Bill Murray. Hmm. Well, there you go. Yeah. And my uh, mom... 
my brother. Viv, Rob, I mean, Matt. Wow. Um, yeah. All the good Benedicts. And you. Molly, Be- Molly Benedict, my uh, the, the mother of my children. Ah, she's September? Yep. Molly. Vir- Virgo <laughs> City. <clears throat> that's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, well, that's, uh, yeah, so we're, we're expecting, look, unfortunately, it's a school day, so we have normal school activities to do, like picking boys up and dropping boys mm-hmm. off and meeting with administrators, but we're going to have a lovely day. And you then, got a little um, window. Window in between. Yeah, we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do a little bit of a um, a thing. So this is a little little little, little uh, curveball in the Machete birthday celebration. I, that I, I I'm trying to remember if you know this. Do you know the Uh-oh. the Machete can't speak right now? Right. Oh my God. Yeah, because she has how? a throat issue that is not a big concern, but we have to take it seriously. And so she's on throat she, rest. Does she have a chalkboard? <clears throat> She has a little like a little wipe away board, yeah. She does. Yeah, she just keeps, but it's it's easy because she just keeps f no, off written all on honesty, it and just holds in it all, up. Okay, in all honesty, between you and me and the two people that listen to this, right? One of whom is definitely not the machete, by the way. Correct. <laughs> what percentage of the day, like, does she say anything? Yes, she will. Okay. She and I will have a little sidebar conversation where she speaks. If I sit next to her, she'll speak quietly. Because you can't whisper, whisper's harder, harder on the voice, right? Ah, you can't whisper. But you get, she has been doing these good, treatments good, where good she feels know. like she has a little bit of a voice. Honestly, okay. she shouldn't be speaking. The truth of the matter is she should be on a retreat far away from me and the boys by herself, not speaking, letting yeah, herself but heal. But that's hard to do go, when you have let's, yeah, let's not go crazy. your birthday and you want to be with your kids and everything else. Yeah, so come on. But uh, if she tried to talk, does her voice sound raspy? She sounds like Demi Moore after a pack of Marlboro Reds. God, that's so hot, man. It's pretty Why'd hot. Why'd you say yeah. that? I mean, she's hot. She just got hotter. I know. Um, well, I will um, send her a text tomorrow um, and not expect a reply. <laughs> no. That's welcome <laughs> to my world. Um, and and expect uh, maybe a reply from the police. But everybody out there, uh, you know, and and you won't, you probably won't get this before Machete's birthday. But it's Machete's birthday, April twenty seventh. Yeah. Um, and how great that I knew that. Aren't you impressed? I knew I'm that. Very impressed. I did not know Molly's birthday, so I am impressed. Do you know Ruth's birthday? Ruth's on March seventeenth. Uh, yeah, you 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 really should know that it just happened. It it's I, it's March fifteenth. It's. It's the birthday of weed. Oh, it's 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 four twenty. That's four twenty, man. It's super easy. I thought for some reason I thought she was Ides of March. No, nope. she's an Aries. Four twenty. Uh Well, in my defense, Ruth doesn't know my birthday either. Your parents don't know your birthday. Ruth doesn't, and I, you know, I, I, I call I her mommy, she but she's not my she's not my actual <laughs> mother. Um, I bet she does. Well, Miss Jetty for sure doesn't know mine. But I know hers because it's written in my calendar. No, but you know, we've been hanging around today. I've been running around kind of going, ah, it's the last day in your 40s, la, 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 la. And she mustered enough voice uh, about an hour ago to say, shouldn't you go do your podcast with Rob? (laughs) (laughs) And you know she's tired of me when she wants me to be doing this, which she also thinks is a fool's errand. (laughs) That's fantastic. Oh, man. Um, I'm telling Steve uh, Hine that we'll be there in five minutes. Oh, yeah. We got to go do something with Steve Hine, the producer of our other podcast, Supernatural Then and Now, a rewatch That's right, podcast. Rich. That's right. Where we, we are rewatching the show Supernatural 
and talking about it. One episode at a time, Rob. One episode at a time. We're into season four now, and uh, it's a really good show. It's a good show. It's a good show, uh, man. But uh, this has been a great show, and uh, what I'm a proud of the show. I'm proud of the show. I'm proud of the scripts we yeah. wrote, and we st- we st- we stuck to them. We stuck to it. Uh, we read our scripts as planned, and uh, I think it came With- off, uh, you know, pretty seamless. With just the right amount of overlap. Yeah, exactly. You know, which is hard to write. Um, yeah, no, I think it's great. I wouldn't. I can't imagine spending my the day before the Machete's birthday any different. You know, than this. Starting right. this this is really how America <laughs> should be celebrating. I think I feel like uh, you know Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon leaving the airways might have been a tip of the cap to Machete. Just sort of a that's true. Th- thank you, ma'am, for your service. We'll be we'll be leaving. That's um, right. That's right. Thing. Everybody uh, out there, have a great machete birthday. Um, be be well, be safe, be kind. Actually, be well, comma, be safe, comma, and be kind. Yeah, or I.E., be kind. <laughs> E.G., good to each other. Um, all right. And... Everybody, thank you. I hope you learned thank something. You. I know I have. Yeah. And we will see you next time on the On podcast. the Robin Rich Podcast, Kings of Con, the podcast. The podcast. Kings of Con. <laughs> it's a king's car.